This is a special presentation of Answers for Elders with Real Estate 55 Plus. Happy Saturday, everyone. We're here for Answers for Elders Radio, and I have a very special guest from Real Estate 55 Plus, our sponsors of today's program, Julianne Gibson. Thank you for being here. Thanks, Suzanne. I'm happy to be here again. It's, you know, it's summertime out right now, and obviously there's a lot of changes happening, and one of the things that I love about your company is you kind of hold the hand of seniors as they're going through some major life events, specifically the sale of their home, all the different aspects that are going on. And you have this wonderful program called Aging with Choice that you um, help everyone with. First of all, before we kind of get into it, tell, give us an overview of Aging with Choice. Aging with Choice was created as a workshop and a resource for seniors and their adult children to answer questions and be proactive about housing and aging. Mm -hmm. And we created three different workshops. And one is, the first one is, what's the right size home for my life? Mm -hmm. Which is where we explore all the different housing options and take into mind what's going to work for you physically, emotionally, spiritually, and financially. Mm -hmm. and the second one is, once you've made a decision to move, is what do I do with all of my stuff? Lots of stuff. Lots of stuff. And sometimes <laughs> all that stuff prohibits people from making choices and moving forward. And number three, once a decision's been made and you're making that change, is how do you embrace it? Mm -hmm. Which is really more about a mindset. And when you're proactive, you have a better chance of embracing that change in a positive outlook. Absolutely. Great. And, and Julianne, you know, we've talked about, you know, there's a million options out there. But I would have to say probably one of the biggest hurdles for seniors is that stuff piece, isn't it? Absolutely. You know, it's, it's all of these heirlooms that I've had all of my life. I've got china. I have crystal. I have antiques. And and I've also heard things have gone through that sometimes kids don't want that stuff anymore. They don't. They really don't. And the saying in our workshop is you spend the first 30 years of your life deciding what's important to you and the next 30 years collecting it all. <laughs> and then you're, the last portion of your life, you're deciding what you're going to keep and what you're going to donate, what you're going to leave as a legacy. Mm -hmm. And those are important things that you want to consider. It's really true. It is true. And it's and it's also what I learned with as I was taking care of my own mom that the older she got, the less important things stuff was to her as she got older, which yeah. was amazing. She was very free to gift things to people that I was kind of stunned, you know, if somebody would come to the house or whatever, she would hand them something that was really precious and I went, "Wow, mom." You know, it's like it she wanted to share that that stuff. So I think that's really a cool thing that we're talking about this stuff. Yeah, today. it's interesting. People either feel that way or they're the complete opposite and they don't want to get rid of anything. Um, so, yeah, you know, sure everybody approaches true. it from a different, you know, perspective. Mm -hmm. And this is what we liken the process is if I were to walk into anyone's home and the person wasn't there, I didn't know anything about them. I would be able to gather clues about the type of person they were based on the stuff that was in their home. Yeah. For example, if you came into my house, you would find a lot of books, a lot of cooking utensils. You would find a lot of fabric. It would tell you a little bit about the type of person that I was. Mm -hmm. Same with anybody else. So when I walk into somebody's home, your stuff gives definition to who you are. 
Very and, true. And for a lot of people, stuff ha- is not necessarily the item itself. It's the memory that's attached to it. Mm-hmm. And that's where people halt in the process. Sure. So the very first thing that we do in the workshop is I say, if tomorrow were your last day, what are the things that you would want to make sure that your family knew about your stuff? And that really is priority number one in deciding what to do. Wow. So whether you have heirlooms or a lot of times it's handwritten letters, that you want to make sure that you have something written out on who that's going to or how you want that item to be disposed, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. potentially ever donated to. And we say that, how do you eat an elephant? One bite at a time. Right. And what do you do with your stuff? It's really a process. And so it becomes overwhelming. And so in our workshop, we break it down and simplify it based on categories. Sure, sure. And it's interesting, too, even with my life, and I'm in my early 60s, so, you know, it's kind of fascinating to me. But when my mom passed away, I had also recently gotten married. (laughs) Talk about Congratulations. Well, it would, it was... It was six years ago now, but still, it's like I had the my husband's stuff, I had my stuff, and I had my mom's stuff. Yep. And I emotionally, you know, talking about what do you do with your stuff, even when my mom passed away, I couldn't really look at getting rid of any of my mom's things, mm-hmm. you know, or downsizing all that stuff. It was in boxes. I couldn't even deal with it for a long time. It is an emotional process. And of course, my husband and used to tease me all the time. This like walking in our garage was like walking in an episode of Hoarders. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, I mean, it finally, it's so freeing when you can just let go of it. it and is. I, I remember, you know, he kind of forced my hand saying, you know, we got to do this. And um, I'm really glad he did. Sometimes it takes that that drill sergeant a little bit to say, you know, come on, I'm going to support you through this and we're going to go through it. Absolutely. So once you break down the categories of your items, the next step is to decide what you're going to do with those. Mm-hmm. And having help and support from family or friends is great, but not everybody has that no. support system. So we do have resources that are available And what happens when you hire someone to come in and help you with that process, the emotional attachment is taken away. For example, if you came to my house and I was going to go through my closet with you, it would take us all day because I would pull out items and tell you a story. When you hire a professional, they're going to move you in the direction of our goal today is to empty out your closet. We have three hours to do that. So we're going to toss, donate, or keep. And they're going to help you with that and kind of speed along the stories. And, you know, that's so important to be able to just keep you on task. It's like I know when I was packing up my mother's house to move her, I was going I was going through the, you know, throw, 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 throw away. And then at the end of the day, when I was done with all of that throwing away memories, you know, because things that I was attached to, yep. you know, I would find myself sitting there at dinner with a cocktail going, you know, I just would cry. Yeah. It was like this, it was hard for me as her daughter to see me. I mean, the guilt that I felt when I saw love letters from my dad that had written to my mom, you know, my parents were divorced, but they're still my parents. Sure. They you know? are. And I would just go through that letter and I would say, oh my gosh, you know, this was a time when they were dating, but I, I skimmed over it. And then I'm sitting there going, 
do I keep this letter? It's like, no, there's no reason to keep it. I'm not going to keep it. It's not going to be something I'm going to hang on to. So yeah. that was that was interesting. And so, that's a yeah. personal choice that after a, par- a parent's passed away, we look at things a little bit differently. Sure. And we also don't have a person necessary to ask additional questions to. Sure. So having some of those conversations with mom or dad before mm-hmm. there's a crisis can make the process a lot easier for a child. The other piece about being proactive about housing and aging is understanding what your parents' wishes are. And oftentimes, oftentimes when someone's forced with a crisis and we have to sell a home quickly, people dispose of things that they wish that they hadn't because time was you know, fast and approaching. And I would suggest to that is get a storage locker, put items in a Tupperware, mm-hmm. and then bring those over, you know, once a week, once a month to mom or dad, yeah, wherever they're living at, and kind them. of go through them together so you don't feel like you're tossing things in a hurried manner and that you're not making the best decisions. So we are talking with Julianne Gibson from Real Estate 55 Plus, And Julianne is talking about um, what do you do with your stuff when you're downsizing, which is so important. And, you know, Julianne, one of the things that we did with my mom, and I think that this was, this is kind of going along the line, but when I moved my mom out of her home into retirement living, um, I handed her a legal pad and I told her, mom, we've rented the guest apartment in the retirement living community. We're going to move you. But your job in the next 30 days, I, she had 30 days, I want you to list everything you want to bring Great. to the retirement community. That was a huge um, chore for her. But it was also, she had stuff on her list that wasn't reasonable. <laughs> sure. You know, you're, you're moving. Well, you're downsizing with, usually yeah. <laughs> from, you know, 2,000 square feet to 600. You clearly can't take mm-hmm. everything with you, nor do you need everything. Well, and there's things like when she doesn't think about, she was still cooking in her house. So Certainly. she's wanted all of her dishes and she wanted all. <laughs> it's like, mom, you're going to be eating in the dining hall, you know, in the restaurant, you know, every day. So there's obviously a mind shift, which we'll talk about in the next step of how obviously we, you know, we embrace that change and what does that look like? So I'm sure that there's an element of education with all of there this. There is. We actually use, uh, that we have a process. It's really called the dot system. So green dot, we actually take the circles, they're shape yeah. of a penny, and the green dot means that's going with me. Wonderful. And then we have the yellow dot is for legacy that you're leaving for your family. A a red dot is things that are trash because there are things that really nobody is going to want. And the blue dot is donation. Either you're donating it to Goodwill or possibly it's getting donated for an estate. I mean, there's Mm -hmm. all these different processes. And putting those dots on, on actual physical items is like, I'm done with that. I've made a decision about it. I could move on. And people, I go into people's houses and we're getting ready to have that first conversation about listing the property they've been to one of my workshops and there's dots everywhere so i know they've done their homework and they're prepared i love that yeah it's I really great that. process and in this world with ebay and craigslist you probably might even want to do a purple dot for sell on craigslist absolutely <laughs> yeah that blue dot has subcategories to it right. we use an alphabetical sequence on those awesome right. so julianne how do we reach you you can reach us on our 1-800 line which is one 800 964-1553, or you can visit our website, which is realestate55plus.net. 
Julianne, it's so great to have you on the program. And, you know, you've inspired me. I want to go and start cleaning out my own closets here. (laughs) Well, invite me because you have beautiful things. Oh, deal. (laughs) Thanks, Suzanne. Thanks for being here, Julianne. Happy to be here again. Hi, everyone. If you've been injured in an accident that was not your fault, listen up. We have legal professionals standing by to answer your questions for free. Call now and find out if you have a case and how much it's potentially worth. Call 800-494-8310. I'm here with spokesman John Wolfe. So, John, tell everyone listening who should call right now. Well, Maria, first off, thank you for having me here. It's always nice to answer the listeners' questions. Now, as far as who should call in... Anyone who's been injured in an accident and think you deserve compensation, give us a call right now. 800-494-8310. You'll find out if you have a case and how much it's potentially worth. Thanks, John. You heard it, folks. Take advantage of this opportunity and call now. 800-494-8310. Advertisement sponsored by Legal Help Center may not be available in all states. Time to get back to Suzanne and more Answers for Elders. And I'd like to again thank our guest, Julianne Gibson, founder and CEO of Real Estate 55 Plus, for sharing her knowledge with us. Just go to www.realestate55plus.com. And until next week, be good to each other. We at Answers for Elders thank you for listening. Did you know that you can discover hundreds of podcasts in our library on senior care? So visit our website and discover our decision guides that will help you also navigate decision making. Find us at AnswersForElders.com. Hi, this is Suzanne Newman, host of the Answers for Elders podcast and radio show. We are the North Star that guides you through the complicated journey of senior care with trusted experts in money, law, living solutions, and more. So join us on this station, your favorite podcast channel, or just go to AnswersForElders.com. Meet the Wayshowers who will help your journey a lot easier.